Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I miss you guys as usual. Thank you for continuing to tune in, to listen, to purchase books, um, to tune into the Instagram lives, to send this podcast to other people. I love you because of how much you love me. Okay. My love for you is with no conditions, regardless of anything. I'm going to drop a podcast for you. Okay. Because that's God's work. Saving people one at a time from the bare minimum. So um, I don't really got a recap of anything that's really been significant that's going on with me, but I do have three events coming up. And these are my first events since having my baby. They are in Philadelphia and they are singles events. One is a singles mixer, one is a speed dating event, and one is an event for couples. And I'm really so excited for the singles events. And if this turns out really well, I will be taking this to other cities. We will do speed dating in other cities. So if you haven't gotten tickets, make sure you go to my Instagram at M-A-U-I underscore W. You click the link in my bio so that you can purchase tickets. Um, it's a singles mixer. You have to be over 25, a working professional, and come to just have a good time, enjoy some mu- music, some food, and just mingle. Get to know people. You don't even got to go trying to find your husband. Just come and just enjoy yourself. So... Um, I also want to give a shout out to Tiffany, one of our listeners who sent me a voice message on how much she enjoys the podcast. So I really appreciate you and thank you. It's not every day that I get somebody leaving me a voicemail voice message on how much they appreciate the podcast. Um, Although I do read you guys the reviews that y'all leave on Apple, I read them all the time and it literally makes me so happy. Like we, it's a five-star podcast. It's thousands of freaking comments and it is it's so positive. Like I love how much y'all love the podcast. I love how y'all able to just scroll through whatever topic you may be able to relate to. Um, I love how you able to get the advice or the clarity that you need on a situation. And you're not offended by my, the fact that sometimes I am brutally honest. Um, but I want you to know it's never coming from a place of malice. It's always coming from a place of good intent. Because it frustrates me sometimes because I know that I was that girl. I know that I've done these things. I know that I've done the same thing over and over. I know that I've been in situations and I just can't leave from. So it's never a place of being judging or um, looking down on you. It's always a place of, damn, I remember when I was doing that. I wish somebody would have said these things to me. It's so many. If I had me when I was doing some of the stuff that I was doing, I would not have been doing it. Okay, I would have saved myself from so many different situations if I had me in my life. But nonetheless, it's okay because now I could just show up and be there for you. I can be who I wish I had for you. And then with you raising your standards and you loving yourself, you're able to operate from a place that when people come to you for advice, you're able to do the same thing for them. So we all working together anyway. That's the secret. 
Anyways, the topic for today is I love a bum. Okay, I am in love with a bum. Based off a voice message, a couple of voice messages I listened to that you guys sent me some emails um, and some DMs. Let's talk about the people who are in love with the unproductive man that doesn't want to do nothing with their life. And you see more potential in this person than they see in themselves. Okay, you are out here growing, evolving. You done picked up more hours at your job. Um, you going back to school. You done got your license. You done closed on a new house. You're fixing your credit. And you're with a person that doesn't do anything. You're with a person that doesn't push themselves. You're with a person that's not motivated. They don't want to do anything but sit around, smoke weed, play the game. Like they're not being productive. And I know sometimes some of you feel guilty as if you're leaving them at a at a rough place in their life and you should be patient and you should be there with them. Listen, I can't do more for you than what you are do- doing for yourself. You got to meet me halfway. Okay. And that's the problem with other people seeing potential in people. We see potential in people and they don't see it in themselves, which is fine because sometimes like we go to school and our teachers see more potential in us than we see in ourselves, but we're actively trying. The problem with that is when we are adults, other people may not see nothing wrong with who they are and what they have going on. So when you're in this relationship with this man and you begging him to do this, to get a job, to pick up more hours, to help you with bills, to be more romantic. He may not see an issue with who he is. So on top of you seeing more potential in this person, you actually have to convince this person or try to even make them see that there is an issue right here. He doesn't think there's nothing wrong with sitting on the couch all day playing the game. He actually wants you to get out of his goddamn face and get out of his face complaining. He doesn't see nothing wrong with the fact that he doesn't contribute to bills. He sees nothing wrong with the fact that you are picking up more hours so that you could pay the bills in the house and he doesn't contribute to anything. He sees nothing wrong with that. No pride, no ego, not really being in tune with his true healthy masculinity of wanting to provide, of wanting to show up for you and wanting to be there and play whatever role you need him to play because we are a team. That's operating from a place of selfishness. I'm in a relationship with somebody. I'm watching her or him or whatever you're in a relationship with. I don't know. I'm watching this person wake up every single day, do all of these things, and I don't offer to do anything. I don't even feel bad or feel guilty about the fact that I can't even contribute to anything as I watch them do so much. I'm not even creative enough to show up and do things that are just sentimental or priceless. Because I don't know my value or worth outside of anything financial. So I don't even know how to just make sure the dishes is done when they get here or the house is clean or I did the laundry for you. Or, you know, let me rub your feet or run your bath water. I don't even know how to do the small things. Because if it ain't the big things I can give, then I don't have nothing to give at all because I feel bad about where I'm at in my life. Yeah, no. If you are choosing to be a grown adult, Okay. Now I understand. I understand a hundred percent that nobody's perfect. But if you are choosing to be a grown man or a grown woman and be in a relationship, consciously make this decision and the choice to be in a relationship with somebody who cannot do nothing for you, who will watch you struggle, who will see you struggling and not offer to help. We need to go back to the drawing board and be honest about why, why would we choose this type of person in the first place? How do I feel about me? 
What do I feel like I am deserving of? What kind of partner do I want to be in a relationship? What am I willing to give to somebody else? And why am I willing to settle? What? That settles. Everything at the bottom settles. Okay. What am I going through? How am I feeling? That I'm willing to be in a relationship with a person that don't want shit with for themselves. And I'm not talking about the people who are suffering from depression. Well, Maui, he's suffering from depression right now. Or he's going through a rough patch. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that man. And I'm sorry to hear that. But as a person that's actively, actively trying to get to places in my own life, I realize and I understand that I can't be with everybody through all the shit that they're going through. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to leave you high and dry, but I can be your friend. I can still show up for you emotionally. But plan my life and future and expect this person to leave my family and all he wants to do all day is lay on the couch and get high. You could you could waste your time, but I'm not. You could run around with people that can't do shit for you, but I won't. Okay. And the problem that most men is not realizing and acknowledging is that women, women are more successful than the men right now. Okay. So all that shit that you had to bring in the, in the 1990s in the, listen, step your game up a little bit more, okay? Because a lot of the things that y'all are offering us, we can do our goddamn selves. So we're looking for something that's a little bit more beyond the surface, okay? We're looking for stuff that's a little bit more deeper because everything that you can do financially, we can do our goddamn selves. So the things that we are looking for are things that are priceless, that's going to require a little bit more thought process. That's going to require a little bit more than you run into the mall real quick to grab me something. In relationship with these men and they do absolutely nothing. What is going on? Girl. Let me tell you something. If he ain't a provider, you bet to, it depends on where you're at in your life. But I could teach somebody how to provide. I'm going to teach you right by that first conversation. When I'm talking about the things that I expect in a relationship or the things that I desire or how I want to be treated. And that's why I tell y'all all the time. Think about what you want. What do you want in a relationship? If you were able to have and cre- if you were able to create your own fairy tale. What would that look like for you? And I'm telling you over and over, nobody is perfect. But if I was able to create my ideal partner in my ideal relationship, flaws and all, what would this look like for me? And in return, what am I willing to give to them? Because we need to be able to reciprocate. We need to be able to pour into somebody else. And I don't never want to require somebody to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do for them. Okay. And also asking yourself, where am I at in my life right now? What am I bringing to my own table? I ain't really too focused on what I'm bringing to somebody else. Okay? Because when I love, I love heart. What am I bringing to my own table? Because if, if I ain't got shit to bring myself right now, I definitely ain't got nothing for you. I definitely ain't got nothing for you at all. So how is my table looking? What are things about myself that I want to work on? Not for somebody else. I'm not working on myself or a man, but I'm working on myself because I know these are things I need to work on. And what's so important about that is if there, if you are, if you acknowledge and you know that there are things that you need to work on for yourself, when you get in a relationship, you won't stop the work because the things that you wanted to work on was never motivated by a partner. I was never doing this for nobody else. I was always doing this for me. 
so I can continue to do these things even while I'm in a relationship. A lot of people do a lot of inner work or they do a lot of healing or whatever you want to call it. And they get in a relationship and they stop all of it. Oh, I got a man now. I'm healed. I'm fine. And then they get in this relationship and this relationship don't work out. And then they're back at square one doing the same healing and all of the work all over again. The healing don't stop. Because it was never for nobody else. It was for myself. And it's always different levels of yourself, different things that you can tap into the healing, the, the growing, the evolving. That's forever. I'm learning new things about myself every single day. I could work on myself for the rest of my life. And it ain't never going to be about no man. It's going to be about how I feel about me. If I'm going to the gym and I want to lose weight, it ain't to look good for no man. He might enjoy it, but I, I want to feel good about me. I want to wake up every day and like what I see. If I'm going back to school because I want to be a therapist, it ain't for no man. I want to feel good about what I'm doing. I want to do something that I love. I want to wake up every day knowing that I chose my life and I didn't settle for it. Because if I'm doing stuff for other people, the moment that I get what I need from these people, or I'm in a better position than I am now, I would feel like there's no need to do this work. So where are we at in our life right now? That when I think of what I want and what I'm deserving of, I come to the conclusion that it's a man. And he's a brown skinned, handsome man, about six Let's put him at six foot, charming smile, beautiful laugh, wonderful sex, super affectionate, and he wants nothing for himself. I I wake up every morning and I work for 12 hours every day. I come home and clean. I make dinner for us. He waits for me to serve him and get the food. What What the hell? That ain't even sound right. He don't want nothing for himself. A lot of, and I'm not saying that these lazy ass bums don't got great qualities. Great quality. Listen, I like a man's man, and you got to carry your stuff like one. And I know that some of them, some of these men, didn't grow up around a man, or they they didn't have healthy men leading them as examples. But I could be with anybody that's willing to learn. But y'all laying up with these y'all laying up with these men that don't do nothing for you? Oh no. It was never given that. I'm never my desire for love is never so strong. I'm gonna lay up with somebody that's doing absolutely nothing for me. And please understand what you're doing don't gotta be financial, but we also not gonna be oblivious and make excuses or over exaggerate what a person is doing for us. I don't wanna hear that. Oh Molly, he don't do nothing financial, but he do, he does I don't wanna hear about none of that free shit, girl. Please don't tell me about it. Please don't. And it's a difference from a man that won't and a man that can't. And even with a man that can't, why can't you? What's the holdup? And if he can't right now because of where he at in his life financial, are you at a place in your life where you got time for that? I'm being honest. Because if it was me personally, I'm at, I don't think that I was going to be able to be with somebody that you just can't do nothing financially. I could be with you through a little rough patch. But I got to know. I got to know that this is just a little rough patch. This ain't going to be life. This ain't going to be our life forever. My gosh. I seen somebody post this thing. And it said that um, 
black women are the only ones who are made to feel bad about wanting a man that's successful or that has money. I'm like, dang. Like, I never thought about that. We see a white woman with her rich husband. We're like, oh, okay. You don't really, I don't really think twice about it. If I see a woman and her husband and she got a Chanel bag or they're driving a nice car or she's dressed really nice or they live in this big house and I'm watching it on TV. I don't really think twice about this. But we see a black woman, we assume, living the exact same life. We assume, oh, she must be a gold digger. Oh, I'm a gold digger? Because I decided to not... I decided that I don't deserve less than. I I decided that I want to be with my equal. Or I wanted to be with a provider. Please understand that the provider is not... We need providing financially, but we also... We also want to be provided for spiritually and emotionally. I want to be provided for financially, spiritually, emotionally. I want to be provided for in every aspect of my life. I need you to show up and carry it. Um, I don't want to be shortchanged in any aspect of my life. But it's, it's just funny how black men and women are the only ones that we... people. The society has... Society has a way of thinking that for some reason we deserve less than... So when we create standards for ourselves or we decide, and I know it's people of every color listening, but right now I'm talking to the black woman um, because we are the main one. You know what? Not even just the black woman because we ain't even going to make this a color thing. Even though it's a color thing, y'all Spanish women too. The Spanish woman, the all oh, whatever nationality is you is, okay? Um, We have been made to believe that we need to stay with our partners or we need to be with somebody through their hardships. You know what? I was with him when he was in jail. He didn't have nothing and stuff like that. Um, I helped him apply for college. I helped him do this, that, and the third. Like, I have so many different friends or my mom friends and stuff like that. And like, what? At 30-something years old, why would my choice be with a man that has nothing being hopeful that it changes. Why are you playing these kind of games, these what if games, especially when you got children? Especially when you're trying to build your own life and you have a family. I'm not playing this game with somebody. Is this who you want to live with you? And then y'all moving these people in, in so fast and y'all letting them spend the night, eat y'all food and do all of this extra shit. And they don't even bring the groceries over to your house. You cooking every night for somebody that can't even pay for the food. You having sex with somebody that can't even take you out to dinner. And I'm not saying put a price on your vagina, but goddamn. At a certain age, I'm not saying that we all got to have our life to completely, completely together. But if your life not together, then I know you're not the right person for me. Because that's just not some shit that I'm tolerating. It's just not something that I want to be with. That's just not somebody I want to be with. Well, Molly, what if he's a really, really great person? That's awesome. But I know what I require in a relationship and what it takes to make me happy. And I feel like a person that is focused on trying to get their financial situation together right now doesn't have the time or energy to show up for me the way I need to because they have more important things to be focused on. And that's a nice way for me to say I'm not fucking with no bum. 100%. They have more important things to be worried about and to prioritize in their life than to be worried about me and going out to eat. 
So I will release them from that pressure and not even involve myself with that kind of man or person. Because I want them to be able to be focused on reaching their own full potential instead of worrying about me in a crab cake, girl, in a steakhouse, in a five-star restaurant. He has more better things to worry about right now. So how much do you want to be loved? Because that's what it comes down to. How much do I want to be loved and I desire companionship? That this is the person I'm willing to occupy my time, my space, and my company. This man. That does nothing for me. And if it was an emergency right now, I couldn't depend on him. If it was an emergency right now and I needed something, I would have to call somebody else. But this is the person I lay next to and share my body with. This is the person I would do anything for. I'm the person who they would call if it was an emergency. But if I needed something right now in this moment, they they couldn't be my first emergency contact because they wouldn't be able to help me. What? How I'm with somebody that I can't call in an emergency because they won't be able to do nothing for me. How does that even make sense? You should want your partner to be able to show up for you when you can't. They're supposed to be there for you in the areas that you're lacking. I should be able to help you. And if I can't help you 100%, at least I got 50 for you. At least I got half of what you need. Y'all in relationships with people that don't got shit for y'all. And you just keep giving. You okay with it. I don't know what's going on. I don't like it, though. I don't know what's going on, but I'm not feeling it. And as long as y'all keep doing, as long as y'all keep acting like this, y'all going to keep me in business. I'll have stuff to talk about forever. I'll be making podcasts for the rest of y'all goddamn life if y'all keep acting like this. Shoot. And I'm not, and I'm not judging and I'm not talking down to nobody. And I'm not saying what they be saying. Um, they be saying that the broke people don't be deserving to be in relationships. I don't like when people say it like that. Cause I'm not saying people, I'm not saying that you aren't deserving of love based off your financial status. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you got more important things for you to worry about so that when you come to a come to a relationship that's one less thing that you focusing on because your, your 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 life is already a little bit in order i'm not saying oh broke people don't need to be focused on a relationship he don't need a man i mean he don't need a woman that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that i feel like you got more important stuff to be worried about like some overtime at that job or saying okay same thing with his woman. Our, our, not all of us women got our shit together either. So if you need to work on yourself, if you need to clean the baseboards in your house, if you need to go back to school, if you don't have a license, if you're listening right now, you don't have a license and you're an adult, not, unless you live in New York, okay? You got other things that you should be focused on too. Especially if you got kids. Even if you can't afford a car, you can get a license. If it was an emergency and you needed to drive your kids somewhere, at least knowing that I know how to drive a vehicle. And don't you be offended by me telling the truth because I ain't tell one goddamn lie yet. Not one lie. If you don't got a license, you need to go get one. If you're an adult and you don't have one and you feel triggered right now, you should. I want you to. I want you to go on the DMV website and apply to get your permit right now. Well, start reading the book or something. 
Because I don't want, if I was a man, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with somebody that I got to pick up all the time. Pick up and drop off because she don't got her own car. Or she can't even get a rental. Um, and that's just the facts. I don't make, I don't make the rules. There's certain things that we, listen, you ain't got to have a car because inflation is real and things are high. But you should at least have a license. You should at least be able to drive his car. Sheesh. I don't want to be taking somebody everywhere. And you shouldn't be in a relationship with a man that's, that don't got a car and he need to drive yours all the time. What is going on? Don't cry, little baby. My daughter just woke up, y'all. She want her mommies. Hey, Zori, I'm making a podcast, baby. There you go. You being in a relationship with somebody that's driving your car, that's laying up in your house, that's not paying no bills, that's not buying no groceries, not even helping the kids with no homework, and you on Instagram looking at recipes to make this man for dinner, the only person in here that deserves to really eat is you and the kids. He needs to be on Instagram looking for recipes to cook something for you. But the problem is so many of us want to be a good partner to somebody so many of us want to do romantic stuff that we prematurely start doing it for the wrong people. That's your fault, though. I know if, if you read my book, So Much to Unlearn, if you haven't read it, go to my website, MauiTheWriter.com, order So Much to Unlearn, and use the code LOVE in cap locks for, so that you can get free shipping. It's a part in the book um, with one of the characters and she says, I was just so tired of being a good woman and nobody noticed it. So I gave, I gave all my good woman qualities to the first person I got in a relationship with. And that's a lot of women. That's a lot of men. You ever meet a guy, he's doing so much so fast and you're like, oh my gosh, he's just so nice. Some of us have just great qualities and we just ready to experience all the cute and romantic stuff with somebody like cooking dinner going on vacations so we prematurely commit to people that we ain't got no business with we doing flips and cartwheels for somebody that gives us the bare minimum and it ain't like they tricked us or swindled us into thinking that they were somebody that they wasn't it was just that we were ready to do these things and then you just so happened to catch me slipping and you were the one who reaped to reap the benefits of all of the things that I was just ready to give to somebody. Because if it wasn't going to be you, it would have been somebody else anyway. Because I was just, I, look, I was just ready to show somebody, look, I could cook dinner every night. I could fold clothes and do laundry. I could give you foot massages. I was just ready to be romantic. And then you end up doing, you end up being romantic and doing all of this stuff for somebody that can't do nothing for you. So at what point, at what age, or what situation, or what state of mind are we being accountable for the people that we are choosing, okay? At what point are we being accountable for the fact that we prematurely commit to people who have showed us over and over that they're not going to be consistent, and they don't have any of the qualities that we're looking for? Do you even know what you're looking for? Do you need to turn this podcast off and write a list of the qualities that you would like for your partner to have so that you can stop freestyling through this life? And just randomly talking to anybody, hoping that it works out? Do you know what you're even looking for? Do you know what you even desire? Do you even know the kind of qualities that you have? 
that people enjoy? Do you know all of the great things about yourself? Because we are all mirrors of each other. And the more great things I, I, I feel I see in myself, the more great things I can see in you. People don't be realizing when they talk about all the negative qualities that a person got, we are all mirrors of each other. So the easier it is for me to point out negative qualities in, in you is very telling on how I feel about myself on a daily. It's very telling on how insecure I feel about myself for me to just constantly point out the negative things in everyone else that I see. Make a list on what you're looking for. On a, or make, you know what, make a bare minimum list. It don't even got to be all the bells and whistles. Make a bare minimum list. Like this list is for like, at minimum, I want him to have this. This ain't the list for him to have a BMW to, for him to be six, six, eight. This is the list that says at minimum, he could be like five, nine. At minimum, I want him to work. We're not saying six figures on this list. We're saying at minimum, like he has a job. At minimum, like he's humorous, he's funny. Like these are like he doesn't smoke. Then we create. Then we could create a fairy tale list, like with all the bells and whistles, because we know the likeliness for us to find somebody with every last thing on our list isn't super likely. But on our bare minimum list, this will help you to avoid just randomly talking to people that you ain't got no business with, because that's people's problem right now. Daughter, daughter, did you just poop? While I'm recording my episode. Daughter. Oh gosh. Anyways. This is the bare minimum list. And at minimum, these are the qualities that I want this person to have. My bare minimum list would look like I want somebody that's at least six foot. Okay. At minimum, I could do five. I'm five nine. So at minimum, I'm doing five ten. Okay. At minimum. I don't want him to smoke. Okay. On this list, I'm not saying college educated. I'm not saying master's degree or nothing. On this list, high school diploma is fine. Working man. Okay. Family oriented. That's super important to me. Um, active. I'm not saying super unfit, vegan. I'm just saying he's active. Because I want somebody that, that likes going out, figures of physical activities, want to go for a walk with me, want to go running. Okay, this is my bare minimum list. The, bare, the bells and whistles is for the other list. Then I'm going to make a list on all of the wonderful qualities about myself. And I'm probably going to need five pieces of paper for it, girl. Okay? I'm going to need five pieces of paper for that list. And you think about that. Because at the end of the day, if you are settling or you can look at your partner and you feel like you deserve more or you feel like they do not bring enough or they can't satisfy you, that's where you are waking up and deciding every day to be. And if you and if you know that this person is not making an active effort to try to be better, not for you, but for themselves, you shouldn't be having to tell nobody to be better. You shouldn't have to tell somebody to get a fuck, get the fuck up off the couch or do more or go get a job or help with the bills. These are things that a person who cares about you should just be trying to do. If you already expressed that these are things that you expect, then they know. They know. I'm not sitting around begging another grown person to go work. What? What do they think adults do? 
if they're okay with not having nothing, then I'm okay for them too. But they can't, they can't do that around me or here or in a relationship with me or being on top of me and humping me. No, thank you. Absolutely not. So you go and you make that list and you think about that. Mm-hmm. Because what y'all not going to do is stress me out. You deserve what you're asking for. The real question is, is you going to be patient enough to go wait for it? What you're looking for is out there. Is you going to be patient enough for it to come? Because in the meantime, in between time, while we be being patient for God to reveal and give us what we are deserving of, I'm going to be working on myself. I'm going to be at the gym at 12 o'clock every day with my personal trainer. I'm going to be making juices every morning, okay, and eating healthy. That's what I'm going to be doing. I got a man, though, but I'm just saying, if I was you. But I'm not you. So you still going to do what you want to do because that's what you always do, okay? But nonetheless, I hope everybody enjoys their day. I hope they ain't doing nothing but self-care and chilling. And I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And hopefully somebody today needed to hear this. Hopefully you got a bum on your couch right now and you about to tell them to get up. Go apply for a job. Go do something with yourself. Go clean the kitchen. Or hopefully some of y'all ain't laying around with no bum. Hopefully you got a little bit more sense than it. Okay? Make me proud. That's all I want. Make me proud. Message me and say, Maui, I listened to the episodes. I'm getting married. Maui, I done found me a good man. Oh, I'm so tired of y'all messaging me, and it's the complete opposite. It is the complete opposite, so I'm really starting to think, do y'all just listen for entertainment, or are you really taking advice? I don't know these days, but nonetheless, I hope everybody has a good day. I need to go change this baby diaper. Bye.